It seems weird for me to say something like back in the 70s and 80s when I was growing up, but I suppose that's true. I don't remember much of the actual 70s and 80s. Not specific details anyway, but I do remember watching The Beachcombers. This is a quintessential Canadian show. It ran, I don't know how many seasons, 11, I think, 17? I have no idea. I think it's probably closer to 23 seasons or something. And set in uh, BC, in a small little fishing village. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a fishing village, but it's right on the water. And the main characters are all, I mean, yeah, I guess the main characters are all sort of centered around this um, this beachcombing beach activity, which is um, Gibson's Cove, I think that was the name of the place, which is, which is basically salvaging logs. Um, so lots of boats. But the the story, the setting was, was based on these really interesting characters. Um, Nick Adonidas, uh, Jesse, his, uh, his, his uh, colleague, um, uh, Relic, who was this crotchety, old, um, experienced uh, beachcomber. I just watched an episode of it. I, I didn't realize it was being shown on APTN, which is the uh, I believe it's Aboriginal People's Television Network, which is where I've seen a number of older Canadian shows. Um, the character of Jesse is is uh, uh, Native American, Indigenous, and so I suspect that's where it falls into that that banner. The show, as far as I know, has never been made available on DVD, or at least I I remember looking for it before, and I was dissuaded from purchasing it, but that may also have been because it was extraordinarily expensive. But it's not a complicated show, but it's a very nostalgic show for me. And I don't know exactly what time it ran. I, I suppose I could have looked all this up before I started speaking, but I didn't. You're welcome to. Um, but I, I know that it was part of my childhood. Now, it was also shown a lot when I was a child. So it's entirely possible that it was already in syndication before I even saw the show. But I don't, I don't think so. I just watched an episode, as I mentioned, an episode from, I believe, the 15th season. Um, I've already deleted, so I can't even look that up. There's not a lot that happens in the episode, in a way. Uh, it's only a half an hour show. Um, and sometimes, I think the episodes were there to showcase these quirky characters and the, the wonderful actors that played them. Bruno Gerussi played Nicodonidas, this, uh, this Greek transplant. And he always had a, a very homey way about him. He was, he was the really good guy. And I, I loved him as a role model. I loved him as, as seeing someone who, who, who is genuine to the heart. He's, he's always trying to do the right thing. Um, he's gentle. He's, in this episode, he goes from being on the, the boat to cooking without... Uh, although he insisted on wearing the hat, apparently, without really, you know, that being unusual, other than the fact that people kind of complained a little bit about his cooking. Uh, he's cooking at Molly's Reach. I'm not sure why. I've, I, I want to watch the whole series again. 
few years ago, I saw the entirety of North of 60, another wonderful Canadian television show. Uh, that one set specifically in an indigenous village, which was always uh, kind of amazing and eye-opener to me in terms of kind of understanding a bit better um, indigenous culture, although I recognize that, A, it's one particular indigenous culture of many, many in uh, in Canada. I believe it was the Haida Gwaii. And it was a dramatic show. Um where it was focusing on high drama. It was, it was, uh, it had some very peculiar, you know, terrible things happen in the show. Um, but I, I, I was moved by the show. I, I still, I've watched it, the entire series probably twice. It's another one that ran quite a long time. Um, and I caught it just on television repeats. But this this particular episode was was focused on two kids who were diving and found a wreck, and there was also a whole subplot about illegal fish being captured, actually really mollusks, abalone, and uh, 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 what's the duck one, <laughs> sticky duck? I don't remember the name of it. Um which they were also coerced into collecting for relic. Uh, and, and when I think about it, they kind of packed a lot of things in terms of plot very, very quickly. Most of the action is done underwater, which I think was very unusual for the show. Um, most of the time it would center around on the boats or in Molly's Reach or around the town. Um, and had Constable John Constable made an appearance in this one, which is another hilarious character. And it just... I. I don't know, I'm filled with nostalgia for the show. And I was so filled with nostalgia that, that, that one time I had written the outline and some of the words towards a, I don't want to say parody, although that's probably accurate, um, but really an homage. It was in the vein of seeing a lot of, um, a lot of older products being reimagined, um, sometimes successfully, sometimes not. Um, things like, uh, um, shoot, Dark Shadows, or, um, you know, lots of shows, anyway, lots of, lots of old shows and things we reduced. We had MacGyver come back again, for example. And I thought, it was surprising to me, in some ways, that no one had tried to revive a Beachcombers project. Um, just taking the basic premise and redoing it would be possible in the modern day, Maybe some of the technology wouldn't make sense anymore. Maybe that whole way of life doesn't exist anymore, um, of people with powerful tugboats who go, you know, scouring up and down these rivers to pick the stray logs that have that have not been, uh, uh, stray cut logs that have not been recovered as part of the, the normal log jamming that they did. I don't know if that way of life even exists anymore. Um, but it would be, I had thought, and I love puns, and this is sort of a pun, this is a, a shifting slightly of the term, but the term breachcomber was something that occurred to me. And I like stories set in the far future. So it was about people whose, whose uh, pretty powerful little ships uh, seek some independence and they are a crew of misfits on their ship who go to pick up 
um, scrap. Um, the idea of that I never really fully developed the idea, but something about the term breach, whether it be a ship that's breached because of an accident or whether it be um, the edge of, of human space or whether it be, you know, the leftover junk and detritus of uh, alien ships. That was another interesting thought. It was like, what if we had discovered an alien ship graveyard, essentially? And started picking it over, and or we would find these these hulking um, uh, uh, mass messes, really, <laughs> that we could examine. So, and it would take multiple trips and multiple ships, and you could be plumbing the depths of depths of these depths of these forever. Kind of in some ways similar to roadside picnic. You never know quite what you're getting. Um, and there would be some competition. So, I, and I even incorporated some of the characters. I had Jesse. Jesse became J S S E, which was a robot. Uh, Molly, who was the character who owned Molly's Reach, who I think had passed away partway through the series. Um, I had her uh, as a, a as a humanoid android, if you will, not an android. Uh, humanoid cyborg who was found disassembled in a suitcase. Um, she had been in, intended to be delivered as an assassin to some place, and the, the the ship went off course, and her her part of the cargo shifted and fell into a um, a wormhole or garbage or something, and they happened to run across this suitcase. In, of, of human origin in this alien spacecraft and they open it up and they find it's this this human cyborg um, torso essentially where with modular connections where her limbs would go and her limbs are packed in a separate box it was a weird idea I admit and I, I kind of regret never going back to that universe I, I played around with it for a while I had a relic uh, analog I don't know if I had a constable John constable but I had another character who I think was a young girl. I don't know how she was there. I think that she was she was one of these characters who was maybe a, a, a prodigy-type character, I think. But she travels through a passage in one of the ships, which turns out to be active, and comes out the other... or actually is destroyed, is killed, but then reawakens as the controller for that ship and is able to activate that ship and suddenly they have an entire you know humanoid uh, mind inside an alien ship I, I should probably pursue that at some point anyway beachcombers is kind of cool if you ever get a chance to see it go go watch an episode not every episode is really exciting this one they found a, a shipwreck and it almost killed one of the divers giving away the whole plot the entire story was really just about all the underwater uh, photography they can do. Uh, but there was something something slow about it in a really good way. I've been wondering out loud. I am Mark the Encaffeinated One. I am sitting in a hotel room the size of some of the apartments I've had. Uh, I got upgraded, which is nice. 
but I'm watching television. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. I need to sleep. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.